is the Night Party Podcast. Suck my balls. You will listen to it. Yeah. And of course, with me, as wait, wait a minute. No, I I look around. I don't. I don't all right, I think it's just me alone. Oh shit, Neo! Hey, what's up, dude? Nick Neo's in the house. Also, for the first time ever. Well, no, not the first time ever, but in a long time, in a long time, we have Elijah, aka Sci-Fi Dave. What's up, dude? How's it going? I noticed you have big bottoms. Your hair is is in a way of which you wanted to rock, but you decided not to. Well, this mate, this is the way we wear it across the pond. They call us mop heads. Okay, I don't. Anyway, happy Nigel Day. It is 11:11. It's just Nick Neo, myself, and Sci-Fi Dave. But I think that's all we need to talk about this movie because this movie almost speaks for itself. Spinal Tap. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. This is up there in my favorite comedies. It's got to be. And I know it's not a horror movie, and I know it's not necessarily a. I, I know I know it's not really like a, but it is a cold movie. It, it does have horrors. It does have horrors. Yeah. I mean, we see a, a so metal zucchini. So it's a horror movie. Uh, the I other kind. <laughs> Something. I mean, one could even say with the song, "This is a bum cast, not a podcast." But no, we're ta- we're talking uh, Spinal Tap now. Being a musician, yes. This makes this movie extra, extra, extra funny. Extra. But even if you're not a musician, the ridiculous of this movie and how it's shot so clean makes this movie great. Am I right? It reflects what was really going on out there in the music world with bands. It does. It does. Without exposing them, it says what really was going on. Well, I mean, this was about the decline of uh, hair metal, or, or sorry, what this this came out in '82. Yeah. So this is about the whole decline of that style of uh, music, where it be Alice Cooper, the Scorpions, or Iron Maiden. It's yeah. kind of like just like whoo, pop music and cocaine and and party was everything. Like the the death of disco was this kind of rock and roll, and then after this came up there was like this weird kind of negative space this this political vacuum of music that needed to be filled and it seemed like like michael jackson wham uh madonna tiffany mall rock there was so much shit coming out to replace this none of it's good to today's standards even michael jackson if you really like michael jackson i'm sorry there's a dude named prince who's way better than that motherfucker um but uh, uh, it was corporate music. It was, and and it was party music. And yeah. but Spinal Top made seventeen albums. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen, according and, to the movie. And, and That's and they what they started had back in the late sixties. They it, did. They were like one of the original guys, like the Stones. Well, they were called the, the originals. Yeah, they were the originals. They yeah. were the originals. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that real quick. Great pop music. Uh, but let's let's get into some. Um, let's get into a proper introduction. Neo, I think you're going to really appreciate this for whatever reason. He's mic shy, but that's okay. Um, 
I have a funny new intro just for this, and I might keep it. Who knows? Because everyone wants to know why I don't have a wiener. Everyone wants to know. I say it all the time. I don't have a wiener. So here you go. You mean a dock sound? Well, you know, it just... Wait. Yeah, here we go. If this fucking thing works. Uh, those are hot dogs, right? Yeah. Want one? Mm, yeah, I'd love one. That'll be two bucks. Check. Yeah, but it's a good check. See, Chris's mom wrote it to Chris because Chris bought her something. I can't remember what. Then I bought Chris some press-on nails. I gave Chris the difference, and she wrote the check over to me. So I'll write the check over to you. You keep the difference, and I'll uh, take the hot dog. So you got a pen? Get out of here. Wait! I'm starving. You'd rather throw it away than give it to me. I work on a cash-only basis. But it's a perfectly good check. No! I'll make it very clear. You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. But I don't have any cash. Then I don't have a wiener! So now you know where it's from. Is that Elizabeth Veg- Shoe? Yeah, that's Adventures of Babysitting. Oh. So, of course, welcome to the Night Party Podcast. I'm your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. This is the official intro to us fucking around while we're doing soundtrack, uh, sound check. Rather. Um, Nigel Day, 1111 is here, so we're doing Spinal Tap. And I would like to thank our sponsors, including one, Nick Neo, who is on the cans right now. Nick, say hi whenever you want. Um, and our other Patreons at Stop the Bike, Stop the Bike. $20 a month gets you not only Christmas presents coming up, our sweet, sweet gear. You also get a request movies. Be on the show at the $5. I got five kids to feed. Guess what? You get a shout out such as this. Caps and Cork. Caps and Cork in Vallejo, California on the borderline of American Canyon. If you want some good craft beer, go to Caps and Cork. Let's say you're sick of wine. You're in the Napa Valley area. Guess what? Caps and Cork is there for you. Let's say you're in Vallejo and you're sick of fentanyl homeless and the idea of getting mugged in broad daylight. Guess what? Caps and Cork is there for you. Yeah. And at the $1 level, at the I'd buy that for a dollar, guess what? Not only do you get this great show, the Night Party Podcast. You also get Jeff the Tech's new show, Face the Mirror, which drops every Tuesday. And of course, you get the Power Glove Podcast that drops every Monday. That means you get two extra shows for a fucking dollar. And that's not even mention Knife Party <gasps> After Dark, which is our bonus show that happens on Wednesdays, and that's for the $5 above up. So, meaning if you're listening to free, not only are you a month and a half behind, but you're missing out some good content. So, anyway, that's that. That's where it is. That's where we are. And that's how we're doing it. And today, we are talking Spinal Tap. And it is very weird without, like, people in the room. But you know what? We're going to hammer through. I've done these things by myself. But, you know, to make it funny, you kind of have the people here. So uh, let's do our, our natural thing where we actually go through uh, the Rotten Tomatoes and everything else, and we'll see what it is. So on the Evergreen Tomatoes scale, uh, we're going to judge this, okay? Now, keep in mind, to be certified sharp, it has to be 60%, meaning it sucks if it's under 60, okay? It's like it's like a D minus, right? Uh, to be 
at 70%, you must be above the movie 2001 Space Odyssey. To be above 80%, you must be above um, Event Horizon. 90% is crow status at 90. What would you give this sci-fi, Dave? Oh, I, I'd put this up in the 80s. Just entertaining. The music is superb. Whoever, I, I don't know who wrote the songs. I think uh, they did. Yeah, yeah. Rob Reiner's directing is amazing. The characters are, are they're just, everything is great about this. They couldn't have made it better. I you know, so they either. could not have made it better. I don't, I don't, I, this is one of those movies where it was exactly a time capsule of what was going yeah. on during when it was filmed. And I think that was the first mockumentary ever. Am I right? It probably, uh, yeah, as far as I know, I think so. Uh, first rock mockumentary. I think so. Well, not only that, but this is Spinal Tap is. One, it, it is the first movie of its kind. Now, there was more. Oh, this got a 96% yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes, and that's by critics. And we're tappers, you know, so that kind of makes that us tappers, is right? crazy. It's the tap. So it's almost, dude, 96. Audience wow. score gave it less at a 92. So you're giving it what you said, 86? I would say yeah, 86, maybe a 90, because I could watch this movie 100 times. And uh, so it's got to be a. a so you're there, saying yeah. you're judging it harsher Fun. than than what they are giving it? I mean, that's okay if that that's no. It, it, well, you know, it's it's a kind of movie that there's not a lot of, and this might have been the first one that did this type of format. All improv too. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's a big part. The of The script yeah. was literally, I think, thirty pages. I think they went home and they read their histories individually, and when they got together, they were just pulling yes. the stuff out of memory yes. as they went along. And that, to me, is pure genius. They wrote a backstory for each yeah. character and just said, okay, you're this character, go. Yes, and that made it real. And the guy that did the uh, a lot of the camera work was known for doing rockumentaries on a serious level. Yeah. And he didn't know. And not only rockumentaries, just documentaries in general. He thought it was a real band that he had never heard of. Yes. And he had no idea that it was going to be a, a, a movie like this, a kind of a parody of a band that yeah, really didn't they, exist. Yeah, they wanted to get a straight guy to film they, this because they didn't want the wah, wah, wah. And it looks of, very serious. It does. It. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't know any better, if you were to show this to somebody, if I were to see this as a child, I would not think it was supposed to be yeah, funny. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know. And the funny yeah. thing about this is if you were in a band, <laughs> it makes it so much more funny. The more because you Because there is so many things. Hidden gems everywhere. We even used to call it, when oh when we would God. play live all the time, we're having a Spinal Tap moment where like the, the yeah, amp yeah, yeah. doesn't turn on I, for whatever reason or you get shocked. Are you or, looking at my guitar? Don't look at this guitar. What, that one? Don't, uh, don't oh. look at this guitar. Well, it's still got the tag around I know, it. I know. It's just not to look at. The, that guitar. Oh, no, no, oh, don't oh, look at oh, this Okay, one. I'm, yeah, not, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not. All right. I haven't insured it yet. You haven't. So uh, let's go ahead and watch the uh, trailer for this. Neo, are you still there? You're all like quiet and shit. He's in shock. I think he is. I think he's. Wait, is he dead? Oh, my God. Oh my we God. lost somebody. Dude. Well, it's the, it's, it was the chocolate. 
Oh my lord, Nick is dead. Well, he's still a guest. Fuck. That makes it like a Halloween kind of thing. How are we supposed to continue? Uh, Hold on, let me check his pulse. Let's just hope that his wife gives him a decent burial. Dude. I think Nick is dead. I think he is too. Look at his face. Well, he makes an excellent guest either way. Yeah. Oh, there he is. He's waking back up now. I'm checking his pulse. Oh, no, no. No, he seems dead. All right, well, uh, let's go ahead and play the trailer. He might be talking to Dee. She's got these fucking giant titties. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't put those on. You have have to. What do you mean don't put them on? I think you have to sign a contract for that. This is radio. Yeah, it's a a breast clause or something they call it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, your brother would be so mad at you right now. Yeah, I know the joke. The joke should be better. It's a, it's a bit of a departure from the oh, yes. kind of thing you normally play. It's beautiful. You this this piece is called uh, Lick, Lick My, my Love Pump. This is the loudest rock and roll, rock and roll, most explosive band in heavy metal history. This is Spinal Tap. It's such a fine line between stupid and clever. The funniest movie ever made about rock and roll. He choked on vomit. Well, I can't prove whose vomit it was. The monumental classic. There was a Stone Age monument on the stage that was in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. The makeup of your audience seems to be young boys. Oh, it's a sexual thing, really. We've got, you know, armadillos in our trousers. I mean, it's really quite <laughs> No, don't have I was it. just pointing at it. I... Well, don't point. I'm sure I'd feel much worse if I weren't under such heavy sedation. The cult phenomenon. The numbers all go to 11. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. This is Spinal Tap. All right, so there we go. Some of the best scenes right there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's usually what a good trailer does. Yeah. So uh, for those who haven't seen, why is it replaying? God damn it. All right, there we go. For those who haven't seen this movie, this movie is about a fictional band uh, known as Spinal Tap, which actually, in all reality, were a theater cu- uh, a crew yes. who all were classically trained in music and acting and, and improv and everything else. That's usually what they do. In fact, usually improv teams, way better actors than normal actors. Like, I could think about movies like Super Troopers. I could think oh. about movies like, um, you, you know, The State, just the show itself, The State. Those guys are yep. so good at just being talented because they have to. Because when you're on stage, being on stage as an actor is different than being on stage as a um, an actor uh, in a movie, right? Um, if you're in a movie, they go, cut, and you sit down in your chair and you go get coffee, right? When you're on stage, whether you're a musician or an actor, they say, there's there's no cut. There's no cut. The the curtain draws. You're on. You do your performance, and they're making up their lines as they go. They, so you got that aspect of it, and they could sing. They could actually yeah. sing and, and play and play and play. Yeah, and the the wit, the the humor, it just it's great. So I cannot sing the praises of this band uh, enough and um you will recognize a lot of voices because 
not only was uh, the bass player, um, he was uh, in The Simpsons. He played multiple voices. Yeah, Harry Sure. Yeah, Harry Sure. He he yeah. played uh, the the father. Does the, he do Homer? The priest? No, 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 no. That's okay. uh, Castaneda. Oh yeah, yeah. But he does a lot of the other voices. He does. Yeah. He did do a lot of them. Um, yes, of course. And then the greatest thing is when he got fired from The Simpsons. Or no, no, it was uh, Saturday Night Live. So this started as a Saturday Night Live bit and. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, like the more cowbell one. But they were they were doing this before no way before that. Um but they they were doing this as a comedy troupe and um when they were doing it they brought to Saturday Night Live and uh he said uh the the, the what was the bass player's name? Derek Smalls. Derek Smalls goes yeah, well, we had creative differences, and and then they go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I was creative and they were indifferent." <laughs> they did that movie in three months. I know. That's what's amazing. A small budget. God, you talk about. And, and I think movie... they used one theater, one stage, and uh, no, no, no. Lo- they they had like the Air Force Base and everything, and the puppet show. It might have been the same room. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, there no. was a theater. There no, was a theater. They, yeah. there, there was a few rooms. Yeah. Um, and I think the hotel room was. A, Whatever they did, they saved yeah. a lot of money, they were and good. they did this smart. And there's a lot, and I mean a lot of good cameos. Yeah. So I think it's time uh, we're going to rock it. Do you want? Do you want? Yeah, yeah, should yeah. we rock it? Let's go. Let's let's. We're going to rock it. All right. So we're we tapping. Go. Yeah, we're going to tap out, dude. So the movie starts, and it's. We see the band loading in, right? Big bottoms. And the the band is loading in, and they're they're like interviewing all these people, like you know, who are waiting in line. They're like, "Oh my God, tap is the best thing ever!" And da da da. And oh my God, it was. And then they come out, and they're they got their spandex on, and of course it's like neon and like what what is that metallic? Yeah, the, glitter. The glitter and and glam, and yeah. each one of them represents a different kind of like rock style. Like for instance. Um, oh, and the, by the way, throughout the whole movie, they make fun of bands at the time, but it seems like Nigel's supposed to be like the David Bowie star child, kind of like he's got the makeup on and he's got like the, the, the spandex. And then you got like the bass player who's like kind of like like Kiss-esque, kind of yeah, like he did. They, they leather, like, this song Judas me of Priest. Kiss. Detroit kind of, Rock City is what this sounds yeah, like. Yeah, me. well, all those songs are fucking, they're all great. Listen I think they're better, but each member's got this whole thing. It's the drummer and Viv. So there's Viv, who's the keyboard player, who doesn't even get a line in. I think he's got like three lines in the whole movie. Yeah, he looks like he's out of it during the whole movie. Like, and (laughs) and you hear that radio? That's because back in the day, he had a wireless, and the wireless didn't actually like make sense. You know, yeah. Meaning it would it would actually pick up real FM and AM and and ham radios. Yes, the guards, security it was, guards. It was before. It was before the. Uh, if, if you if you're a musician, you know um, live mics and live um, uh, inputs for instruments It'll come through they, amplifiers. They, they have too, just... they have their own frequency, but back in the day, they used ham. So it would pick up like a truck driver going, walkie-talkies will come through Marshall Amps. And the funniest thing is one of the scenes, they go to a military base, and of course, it's just all like, you know, like, 
<laughs> but the movie starts off right here. And then we see Rob Reiner, and Rob Reiner's in introducing himself. He goes, hi, I'm filmmaker, blah, blah, blah. And um, I got excited when I heard about TAP. Uh, he calls him Tap, by the way. And if you actually see the DVD uh, commentary, they all yeah. the characters actually play themselves like 20 years later. And they're making fun of the fact that that, that he's calling them Tap. He's like, this fucking wanker is calling us Tap. It's what the fuck? Tap. Hey, this it show was... could have been Taps and Dorks. It, it... I'll allow it. That yeah, was actually that pretty was not good. not bad, huh? Taps and Dorks, because we're... Or taps and nerds, nerds and taps. Uh, but I was on something there. Now, now when they're interviewed, we realize that Spinal Tap wasn't just Spinal Tap. They've actually been a band since like the '60s, way back, way back. And way in fact, back. they wrote hit songs, and they were more popular back then in the yeah. '60s and '70s than they are now. And they even claim later. So we we get. <laughs> Well, they're singing the old songs and they're talking like, about them. Yeah. And it's so good because while they're interviewing it, they play their old music. And, oh, it's uh, so good. It is so good. Those so, songs stand up. Yeah, they do. So like they, they play them at their like Buddy Holly kind of uh, 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 version. Yeah. I put them like Beatles, Stones. In the, yes, it is. It Herman's is, Hermits. It's so good. Yeah, here we go. Stop wasting that now, this was used in a car commercial, believe it or not. Like Bo Diddley a little. I love this, though. This could be on the radio now. It can. The song is... You know, the funny thing about this movie, though, all the music is so good. It is. I agree. Like, I want this soundtrack on vinyl. It just... Every song on here is good. I bet it's out there. We'll have to look for it. It's gotta be. Like early Stones too. The early Stones had that. Uh, it kind of sounds like the Kinks too. Yeah, kinks, get your yaws out kind of vibe. By the way, speaking of old music, but the Sgt. Pepper one with the of the hippie ones. I think the Kinks were the probably most underrated band of that era. Like, well, yeah, probably they had a lot of hits. Like da na 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 na. And a lot of on-stage fights, apparently, too. And that think about it. From, I don't. Uh, I don't know, actually think that Van bad Han management. I don't think Van Halen would have existed if it wasn't for the Kinks. Probably I think the not. Kinks had more rock and roll badassery yeah. than Halen's, even the Stones. Uh, than even the Stones. I would put the Kinks above the Stones. In fact, you know what's funny? A lot of the Beatles' popularity came from a lot of people thinking that the Kinks songs were done by the Beatles. Did you know that? I might, uh, well, no, I could tell the difference, but well, a lot of it's kind of like, know. did you know yeah. the Guess Who um, didn't get that popular because their name, people confuse it with the Who. That's right. But the Guess Who had a lot of good songs. They had a lot of good songs. They had like four or five radio AM hits. Big. And we're talking hits, hits, Canadian hits. boys. I didn't know they were from Canada. Yeah, yeah. Big hit. Some big hits, though. Wow. That's Definitely. crazy. How come back in the day, musical acts weren't from Sweden, and now it's like the best musicians in the world come from Sweden? There's a country called Sweden? Yeah. Oh. Maybe you have the syndrome. <laughs> the first one I remember from Sweden was Ingwai. So while they're talking about um, their old uh, this old music, right, they're like, okay, well, uh, 
what happened to the band lineup? And they're like, oh, that was our old drummer, old Stampy Pete. Stampy. <laughs> so old Stampy old Pete Stampy. died. Yes. Right? And yeah. and they're like, well, how did he die? And he goes, well, he died uh, choking on vomit. And they're like, yeah. oh, that's sad. And you even said Hendrix. And he goes, no, Hendrix. no, no, you you don't understand. He died by choking on someone else's, else's vomit. Yeah. And then in your- <laughs> I was laughing for five and, minutes. In your like, mind, you're like, how does that happen? <laughs> that would have me going for a couple laughing for a couple Is it minutes. like, are you knocked out and someone vomits in your mouth? Or is it like- uh, You miss one little line in that movie and you're cheating yourself. So you the, really got to pay here attention. Here's the funny thing about this movie, though, is- he died on someone else's vomit, meaning someone had to have voluntarily. Uh, maybe he was had a groupie that got sick, and I don't uh, know. Maybe maybe the groupie was doing him, and he was asleep. Oh my God! Was I mute? Nick, were you? Was I muting you the whole time? Are you serious? Yeah, you've been muted the whole time, man. You, oh, dude, I swear to God, I am so sorry. Uh, so let me. Mm. So let me catch you back up. We we just got to Stampy Pete. Remember uh, the uh, drummer that died uh, by somebody vomiting in his mouth? Yeah, I, I was very curious about the how exactly that worked. Yeah, how no, that, that's work? what we're just talking about right now. So sorry about that. All right, yeah. all right, Nick. Apologies. Here's what happened. We okay. So we already opened up with the intro, right? Where we introduce the members. And then we have our first sit down where they play Gimme Some Money and they're talking about the first drummer's death. Stampy Pete. Yeah. So Stampy Pete dies. Now, Dad and I have our own theory. How do you think Stampy Pete died when the when the, the cause of death was said that someone vomited and he choked on choked someone on else's it. vomit? Yep. So do you think he was making out with a girl or do you think it was like some kind of weird, like, how does this work? I, you don't know. I'm going to say a lot of alcohol was probably involved. Mm. It was totally a key. And I'm going to go with the making out. Yep. And Stampy was passed out. So we, we, so at this time we, (laughs) Yep. We have Makes sense. At this time we have Spinal Tap or Tap rather. They're uh they're being introduced to like this record release party. Here's the funniest thing though. Did you notice that not only Nigel but also David have these giant cold sores yep. and obviously they've been either fucking the same girls or groupies or whatever, but yep. they have herpes. And then we get to see Bobby Fleckman. No one Bobby Fleckman. Toll Boner, the nanny, Fran Dresser. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of course. And she comes she's in. She's a babe. And then we see. Yeah, uh, she was really young in that. Dude, she's hot as fuck. Is she not, though? I had a thing for her. Dude. Uh, yeah, what, me too. Now, rewatching this? Oh, my yeah, God. I was watching that. She's like a yeah. smoking nine walking around. Mm-hmm. Dude, she is. That widow's peak, the eyes, the everything, man. She's like class, yep. you know. And did you uh, catch that one of the waiters was Billy Crystal? It was. We were just about to talk, and yeah. and Paul Reiser. Well, it was Paul Paul Schaefer. 
No, Paul Reiser. Oh, it's Paul Reiser, not Paul no, but, no, no, no. Paul Reiser was the other mime. Oh, that's right. Okay, but Paul Schaefer's in the movie. I'm and saying he goes, Paul Simon come on, Paul man. Schaefer. Mime is money. Mime is money. Time is money. Mime is money. <laughs> Time is money. So, yeah. And then we have Ian, who is probably my favorite character. He's the uh, manager. He's very authentic. The, uh, the, the band manager, Ian, you know, with yeah. the cricket back? Yeah. Love him. He and Fran, or sorry, Bobby Fleckman, and she goes, we can't release Smell the Glove. By the way, how good of an album title is yeah, Smell the Glove? Because look, the funny thing about it is just saying the, just saying Smell the Glove, you don't even know what it has to look like. They never even show it. Yep. But just saying Smell the Glove, it, it seems like a, a disgusting sex act. Does it not? They're describing no, it. It definitely seems like a sex act. Yeah. But not a disgusting one. Is Dee Dee in the room? Yeah, she's. Dee Dee, we need you over here, real quick. They do mention the girl on all fours. We, with the no, 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 no. And... Hold on, hold on. Dee Dee. <laughs> um, if Nick was to tell you to smell the glove, what exactly do you think that would entail? I would be afraid to ask and would just turn around and walk away. But what about if it'd be the best time of your life smelling the glove? I'm just telling you. That's a good answer. You're not going to risk smelling the glove? When it comes to me, she she has to assume everything's possible. Oh, okay. So, I mean. I know not to trust it. Okay, I got you. So, smelling the glove. So, usually there's the white glove treatment. So That's different. Here's the thing, though. They never show the cover smell the glove. No. But they talk about it. And they go, it's the whole band around a girl in handcuffs to a bedpost, and they holding a glove, and she's just sniffing yeah, She's it. on all fours, I think. Yeah, on a leash, yeah, but what is on this, all four. Yeah. But what does this really mean? We don't know what smelling the glove is. Is it a sexual yeah. act? Is it just the name? It's a dominance kind of thing, I think. You think? Sounds like a Scorpions cover. No, it is a Scorpions cover. Yeah, there's a couple of covers that are kind of like that. The Scorpions and the Rolling Stones had some, like, sticky fingers. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, the Warhol, uh, Animal Magnetism, Love Drive, Virgin Killer. Exactly. They banned that cover over here. Mm, 80s. So then we cut off to, so Bobby Fleckman, Fran Dresser's character, is telling Ian that you can't have this cover, and the um, the, the the big muckety muck is here right now, and uh, and they're gonna meet with Tap, you know, and they're like they're shaking hands, and he goes, he doesn't even fucking know our names, isn't that? And then, uh, but she's she's really in on Ian. She goes, I cannot sell this album the way it is. It's sexist, and uh, uh, they're kind of at an impasse. They're like, okay, well, let's let's think about a new cover, this and that. This is, comes. <laughs> later and it's so good then we cut to the band so tap is in the back of a limo a town car and um we see them reading yes i can by sammy davis jr yep and uh he goes oh you're reading yes i can yeah it should be titled yes i can if frank sinatra lets me and this asshole and i Fucking hate these people that think that Frank Sinatra is a good singer. He's he not. Yes, he is. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Check it out. Uh, Dad, tell me what you did today. 
Well, he did it his way. No, 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 no. Tell me what you did today. <laughs> what I did today? Yeah, tell me what you did today. Well. Besides taking naps. Oh, I went shopping. Um, yeah. I yeah, went some shopping. Co- cooking. And, uh, I did some cooking. Made some tostados. Made a tostada. Yeah. And I did it my yeah. way. Did it my way. Give me a fucking billion dollars. Frank Sinatra has zero fucking talent, dude. The guy can't even say he just talks. Well, he didn't write those songs. I think he just sang them. No, you know what I did today? It was a voice. Here it is. I woke up. I washed my bone. Got in my car, drove to work, and sold some I alcohol. You can't sing as good as Sinatra. I think that's... What? Get... What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Bitch, I got a gold record behind my head. You say that shit to my face. I'll stab you like the Zodiac and leave you so no one can see you. Hey, <laughs> or you can just keep listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but fucking for real, D, you didn't even show us your tits on Halloween. Oh, come on. Everybody should good. make a good joke. No, no, no. It's I'm good. back. I'm, I'm hot. I'm hot. I'm cooling down. <laughs> it's all good. She would, but you it, gotta take it. But if she would have assaulted my bass playing, though, no, there'd be a geez. special delivery. Anthrax. Um. So anyway, um. So they rolled the window as this guy's lecturing him, and he goes, "Fucking limeys, man." They don't know what Frank went through. They don't know. Do you know what Frank went through? Nothing. That guy got famous for being involved with the mafia, having a huge dick and blue eyes. The guy was talentless. Talentless. Oh, Fuck Frank. I like Sinatra. And yet, old blue eyes made the money. I like Sinatra. I'm an old guy. I like hold on, Sinatra. hold on. D- what what was that, D? I, I'm mad at you, so I want to hear you. <laughs> I said so. Instead of it being about the talent, you're upset because you want the blue eyes, the big dick, so that you can actually, you know, have something going for yourself. Look at my eyes. Uh-huh. I have one of those two things right now. <laughs> I could not. I said, I have one of those two things right now, and look at my eyes. They're brown as shit. I like Sinatra still. (laughs) Just different era. Look, if you want to get in my OnlyFans, D, I'm just saying. Apparently, you're not charging enough. Uh, No, I haven't released it yet, but it's called My Pet uh, Rock Cock. It's where I go and find like neat rocks, and I just put my phallus on it and just take a picture. But it's got to be flaccid, but it's got to be at the right length, you know? So I have to slap it around a little bit. You have to make sure that the rock is small enough that it makes the penis look bigger. Dude, I swear to God. You... Well, she, she back to the, our story. <laughs> and on with the story about Spinal dude, Tap. Dude. What is with D? Like, what did I do? <laughs> Was it the Derek Small the scene f- where he's what? passing through the airport? Hey, we'll get to that. Um, I did not Derek Smalls, okay? Yeah, that's a great scene, though. But I, I, I don't. I was expecting something else to come out of that. We were really we were talking. It was either cucumber why? or zucchini. I Hold think on. it was a cucumber. Hold on. Yeah, no, yeah, cucumber. Why? Why is she talking shit? What the fuck? I mean, I like it, but I mean, why? What did I do? <laughs> okay, a few things. Okay. Oh, 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 oh! You want to do this, Tegos? Trying to listen. Look, you got four lips. I have two heads. Okay, it's hard to listen. And what about our story we're going with? Here, Shush. Right? Whenever I have a very bad day for 
I like to de-stress any way possible. Would you I like to talk about that luxury today? So I am running off of spite only. Okay, well, take an edible, sit down, and fucking talk Spinal Tap with us. How about that? I'll do one with you. I'm waiting for my edible to kick in so I can go to bed because i got to be up early in the morning so I can go into work. Mm. You know what? I think someone needs to call the Wambulance. That's important because that money will buy more Spinal Tap records. <laughs> well, you know, so should the one about your dick. So that's okay. D. But All right, Nick. Here's the other thing, though. Oh, shit. No, here's the other thing, though. Okay. I'm one of those weird people that if I'm extremely overly nice to you, mm. I cannot stand your guts. That's good. I'm and make fun of you and joke with you, it's because I actually kind of start feeling a little bit comfortable with you. Yeah. And so I have a really fucked up hit. Just know that. There you go. D, she's oh. a fan. I would like <laughs> to let you know I've purchased five, one, two, three, four, five different Stephen King movies just to piss off your husband. How are you gonna piss off me? Because they're bad movies. <laughs> they're and they're all Stephen King. <laughs> they're bad. How's that gonna piss me off? I like Stephen King. Just to just to make her happy, you know, so she can go. Yeah. You know that How's Zach that guy is is a, is a is 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 you know he's doing a lot more for me than uh, Neo. So I think Neo, we should just live together, and then you know you know you know and and then you know she can hook up with, up with you. No, I ain't putting up with both y'all. No, I'm not saying you have to be involved in this relationship. Oh, okay. You two are going to be in one then? Yeah. And we're just good hookers when we need our, you know, met. Well, you're not using my paycheck. I already did that once. Ah, we got it. Neil will pay for it. Actually, you know what? No, I won't. No, we'll get like five new Patreons and it'll be good. Dude, I know some. Dude, remember? $5 for butt stuff in Oakland, dude. Just saying. All right, back to the movie, shall we? <laughs> so, I don't know. All this discussion still fits for rock and roll. It does. It does. So anyway, um, after the big bottom song, uh, which we played earlier, we have like uh, them getting interviewed, and they're talking about the review, their album reviews. And this is great because they make yeah. fun of a lot of bands Everything. at the time, yeah. where it's like Shark Sandwich. Dude, that looks like the cover of. Oh God! What is that album? It's got a shark on it. A uh, great white. You think? Oh, the 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 band that killed all their fans. Well, you know that was an accident. Bad pyrotechnics, but a horrible tragedy. And um, yeah. they also talk about the rock and roll creation album, which was um, what was that? Well, that was Led Zeppelin. That album looks like the cover of Physical Graffiti a little bit. But it but does. it looks exactly. Yeah, it the creation. Yeah, it could it, be. It looks exactly like the... Um, Some of the things kind of do look like other albums, or they're hinting at other albums, I think. I yeah. think so, because it's got the whole church thing, and it's all stained glass, and yeah. it's like... And then the, and then Rock and Roll Creation's on that album. Now, the funny thing about this is they even say that there is 13 members... Oh, by the way, uh, it's at this point that uh, old Stampy Pete was actually replaced by Stampy Joe... Yes. <laughs> Who was involved in a fatal gardening accident. That's right. A a accident. And then when they asked what killed him, the officer said, 
It's better left unsolved. Yeah, they what never. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, and what kind of guard? I mean, like, what was a postal digger? Like, uh, probably a shredder. You think a shredder? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen the movie House where all the tools fly at you and kill well, you. You know something? You know who died in a guarding accident? What drummer, famous drummer died? I don't know. I didn't get this the other day. Jeff Pacaro. Did he really? He died from Toto. He was in his yard with a weed whacker. Get the fuck out of here. No, no. He was in his yard with a weed whacker and he had a heart attack. But it wasn't the weed whacker. It was the cocaine. He was. So this actually. Oh, so that's Don't why they said better left better than solved? Enough. Yeah, yeah, because they when Get they the finally did the autopsy, it was coke, and at least, unless there's further information, it wasn't the weed whacker that got him, but he may have injured himself with the weed whacker when he was dying. God. I mean, he may have fallen. And, so that makes a lot of sense where they say better left yeah. unsolved. See, I thought it was yeah. going to be something weird like something. I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So Hendrix with the vomit. What's that? Was that about the band that killed all of the killed the fans? No, the, no, 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 no. Great White was uh, that was when he was saying Great White Shark Sandwich, yeah, shit the cover. sandwich, yeah, the album cover. No, but he was saying that the uh, they they said they okay. So you know how every drummer dies in this band. I kept a list of every drummer that died. Yeah. So there's Stampy Pete, and then there's Stampy Joe, and this is the one that died of a gardening, gardening accident. Gardening, yeah. And then the explode. The other one's all exploded. Now here is a great thing about this movie is just how good the um, the improv is, because they talk about like uh, uh, what was the how they began, right? And um, they go, oh, "What was the first song you ever uh, wrote?" And then this scene comes up, and dude, this is like real musician shit. Mm. Where when you hear this, you're like. That's a really good song, and their parents. Yeah, here we, we go. We don't. We we we're not university material. What's that on your finger? It's my gun. What are you doing with your finger? I might need it later. I put it on the table. It's terrible. <laughs> well, forget it on the table. Well, the gun. How old were you guys? Him anyway. How old were you guys when you met? Uh, eight years old. Eight or nine. You and eight, and I was seven. That's right. Yeah. Do you remember the first song that you guys ever wrote together? All the way home, probably. Yeah. All the way home? Yeah. Can you remember a little bit of it? I'd love to hear. Christ. <laughs> Some black coffee, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Beside the railroad track. And I'm waiting for that train to bring you back. Bring me back. If she's if 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 she's not on the 519, then I'm gonna know what sorrow means, and I'm gonna cry, cry, cry all the way home, all the way home, all the way home, all the way home, all the way home. Cry, 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 all the way home. Fairly simple. It's about six. Now the greatest thing about this scene is that when. Like like we were talking about earlier. Like the Beatles scene. They actually wrote these characters before filming, and they, what what was it, three weeks to film? Yeah, yeah, three months. Three I months think. of film. Yeah, These amazing, characters were established before yeah. they hit record, and that, that, to me, is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like a, live. They were coming live on a lot of those. Now, there's only a few other movies that kind of have this that's not a sequel. Like, obviously, you watch- Evil Dead, right? And you know, you know, Evil Dead is um, 
you know Evil Dead is is like a sequel, and then Army of Darkness, we already know who Ash is. Yeah. You know, um, we already know the characters. In this movie, it's not a sequel. We know the characters right away, and they're established. <clears throat> like, for one moment, do you ever watch this movie and go, those are actors, or do you go, those are the guys? Like, when I see them not in Spinal Tap, I think... They're the Spinal Tap guys playing other people. <laughs> like, that's how established these guys. It, you know what it is? It's like this. If you ever see a wrestler on, like, or or a teacher or, or somebody, like a coach, and you see him in the real world and you're like, wait, you're real? You're not just a teacher or you're not just a pro wrestler? You know, you know what I mean? I met Craig Nelson. He was just a regular dude. Pretty nice. Oh really? How's his cocktail? I was actually thinking about him the other day. <laughs> he was a real person. Just saying. Random weirdness. So salty? How is that salty? No, no, no. I said was it salty? Oh. Oh, okay. Cool. Moving on. All right. So uh <laughs> Now we have, uh, Dad, you were saying Paul Simon and Rip Taylor are at the next well, Rip, party. The, Rip Taylor, the... I'm pretty sure that was Rip Taylor, and I was thinking it That was, is Rip Taylor. I was thinking it was Paul Simon, but it might have been Paul Schaefer. So this is, the, this the is the record guy. This is the record guy. This yeah. is when- um, I'm saying, kick me in the ass. Yeah, they kick me in the ass. So uh, they the <laughs> the band is, is uh, preparing for a show, right? Um- and uh, right before they they go, oh, um, oh wait 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 no, let me rewind a little bit. It's the record store thing. Yeah, let me rewind a little bit. So now we have uh, uh, we have a interview just with Nigel, and he's got all of his guitars right, and he's and he's showing them off, and he's wearing that that like stupid Skeletor thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> the shirt with the bones. Yeah, and he goes, but well, this is actually like. How I'd look if you were to yeah. take off my skin. Anatomically correct. It's anat it's anatomically correct. Yes. And His then exact bones, right where they go. And now modeling the very latest in guitar wear, Mr. Nigel Tufnell with the Marshall Stack guitar. <laughs> and this is Hellhole. This is uh <laughs> I love this song by the way. All these songs are so good, man. Yeah. He's got nice guitars. None of these too. songs suck. They're all fucking great. I think Marshall's a sponsor in the movie, one of the sponsors. Ludwig, one of them, yeah. Marshall. Gibson, Marshall. Uh, who are the same company, by the way? Yeah, Ludwig. Hellhole yeah, like rocks. So, Nigel comes up, right? And uh, he's in this interview thing, and and uh, Rob Reiner's character, right? He's like, uh, tell me about these uh, guitars. And this is where the most infamous um, uh, uh, line is. And, but the greatest thing is not the one that everyone knows it's, a, it's about 11. But he's showing him his shirt and everything else, and he goes, he's my collection of guitars, and he goes, <laughs> Dad, you're pretty. Oh, yeah. Don't look at it. You can't look <laughs> at this one. He goes, Don't look at it. He goes, This guitar sells their old. Look, it's still got their old tag around it. It holds it up. He goes, Listen to the sustain. Never, 
No, no, no. That, that's like <laughs> he goes. This guitar still's got the old tagger on it, doesn't it? And Don't he goes, uh, "Don't look at have it." Have you ever played? And he goes, "No, it will never be played, ever. It shall never be played." And he goes, "Can I look at it?" And he goes, "No. Don't even stop. Stop looking at it right now." And then he picks up a Gibson Black Beauty and he goes, ah! "And he goes, do you hear that?" And he goes, "What? The sustain?" Yeah, just and he you goes, can hear it. I don't hear anything. Hear and he goes, ah. but if it were to be played, it would sound like. Ah! Yeah, I'm left-handed on here. But yeah, it's a mirror image. It is. And then he shows, of course, the amps. And Neo, what does he say about the amps? It goes up to an eleven. To eleven. But but Neo, why don't you just make ten the loudest? Because it goes up to eleven. It's one more. It's no, no. The correct answer is this. You're right. But what he says before he goes, well, you know, if you need that extra push over the cliff, right? right everything goes to ten. These go, all These go to all the way, way to eleven. To <laughs> Why don't make ten the loudest? And there's a pause. And it's, but but these, these goes go to, to eleven. 11. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. All right. So after this. Uh, before the Paul Simon, this is where we get the um, Paul Schaefer. This is where we get the Black album is finally introduced, yes. and this is where the band goes down. Is um, and this Stevie Nicks chick Gwen- shows Gwenian? up. G- uh, G- <laughs> she looks like Stevie Nicks. Yeah, like Gwen- the Gwen- Gwenian, Ginian, whatever her name is. She comes in and she, and uh, <laughs> it's like the Yoko Ono thing is. All the band members yeah, like the Stevie fuck. Nicks thing, even worse. Oh my god! So you know the difference between D and her? D's entertaining as titties. This girl's fucking annoying, and yep. she starts taking over David's mind immediately. And at the same time, they get their records back and they go, "Oh, we found a new cover, and it's all black." Two things about this. You do know that Metallica got the idea for doing the black album from this, album. right? Yep. I do now. And they were doing the you opposite of the white minute, album, too. Wait a minute. You, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, they did. So Spinal Tap were making fun of the Beatles doing the white album, but also Metallica was were making fun of them by doing the black album. Yeah, because they couldn't. They weren't allowed to put the picture of John and Yoko naked on the cover. No, no, no. That was part of what they wanted to do, and they had to recall the cover. No, no, that was that was that was a different album. That was a d- totally different. Anyway, um, and and this is where we get that great scene, and also a great title. He goes, "It's like looking into a mirror. There's like, it's none more black. It's like a mirror of black, and and it's like this is depressing." And he goes. All cinemas about death. All all uh, musicals are about death. Is this what you want? He goes, yeah, but it's just black. That being said, I wanted my album to be all black. It's like, dude, there's something so. I got a Utopia album that's all black. It is so. Services Utopia. On it. So funny to have a record that's all black. Plus, mm. everyone knows this. That owns a record player. When you're cutting up your weed, having an all black record is way easier <laughs> to see where your weed is. Uh, so, well, then you had Back in Black with ACDC. So it's a she black album she comes up and she starts ruining the band like immediately. 
Like, immediately, she starts just fucking tearing people down. She's on the tour bus. She's making David wear the stupid fucking, like, yeah. uh, the, the the universe, the, the Saturn sweater yeah. that she made. And she's making all these astrological, like, charts and everything else. And, and everyone's just like, are you fucking serious? Are you really fucking? And even David is like, are you fucking serious? So she must be some insane great pussy. This movie actually predicted the future, not only on the Black Album, but did you notice, Neo, this chick reminds me so much, so much of Hole. Of who? Hole. Yeah, Courtney uh, Cox or whatever her name is. Oh, her. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I know. There is. And Stevie Nicks. Yeah. But, dude, she looks just like Courtney. Like, she looks just like Courtney. It's nuts. Mm. So, anyway, this is where Tap starts falling apart, right? And this is... Um, Manager leaves. Well, no, no. Now we get to the Tap gets lost. This is the great scene um, with uh, Alice Cooper. You know, where they oh, where yeah, they can't yeah. find the stage? Can't find the stage door. Now, Alice Cooper actually went out and said this. He goes, Spinal Tap is the funniest movie ever because they were following us around. And it's true. Because the the Rob Reiner actually... By the way, you... Nick, you know who Rob Reiner is, right? Should I yes. say some... Yeah. So for those listening to the Night Party podcast who don't know who Rob Reiner is, here goes some movies he did. American Wolf for London. Yeah. A little bit. Blues Brothers. Princess Bride. Yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. And this he mother- was a uh, meathead and all Dude, in the family. The funniest thing about this guy is he hits home fucking. Oh, no. Sorry. He didn't do American Wolf for London. But he was meathead and all in the family with Archie Bunker. But he also did Animal Bears. House Animal and House, Porky's, yeah. I believe. Did a lot of good shit. Dude, I'm saying this guy was... Yeah. Good producer. Yeah, great, great, great. He yeah, had director. something to do with American Wolf in London. I forgot, but he wasn't a director, but he did something on it. Yeah. I think he was a producer. Either way, uh, going back, so... Um, anyway... <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah. This is so dumb. She... Ian quits the band uh, because of this song, and you're going to know it, and we all love it. They're all in a fight. She's now in the loop, and Viv is, like, playing Atari back, and she's like, I have ideas for the band. He goes, can I just hang out with the band? She goes, no, I need you up here. And he goes, but I just want to play video games games and hang out with the band. She goes, no. And then he's like, fuck. So um, then... (laughs) They're all at like a Denny's, right? And and she brings up this whole thing where they she wants them to be like Kiss or Guar, where she has each member of the band must be a zodiac sign. <laughs> and right. she's got these costume designs yep. where fucking like Neil is like a fucking crab yeah. and Nigel is like and every member <laughs> comes out in a costume and it's so fucking dumb. It's like Larkin Seal or it's, it's like dumb. if you guys don't know who Larkin Seal is, look that shit up. It is actually actually <laughs> dude, Nick, look up dude, look up Malice Miser. And look up the song Lucille. It is exactly what she's talking about, where every character in the band 
has a full-on like fallout like style outfit that's like three feet longer than their shoulders are of their zodiac sign and it's ridiculous the only difference is larkin seal did it good you know why the japanese and they or sorry it was malice miser my bad they're japanese so they do it they just do everything they're just better people um regardless uh she hands out these and she goes this is the new look for the band and everyone's going oh no like and especially Nigel Nigel is like I'm out I'm so out I am so out now Nick check it out after watching this movie the I I've watched the movie at least 100 times I used to think David was the main character I now think Nigel is but now after watching again I actually think that Either Rob Reiner or Ian's the main character. What do you what do you think about this though? Because David seems like the main character. I don't think he is. I honestly don't know myself. This is my mm. first time watching the movie. Ever? Interesting. Ever. It's funny. Well, the other thing too is you're not if you were a musician though, not saying there you can't be. Um, but what I'm saying is that this movie for every person that's ever picked up an instrument is one of the funniest movies of all time because if you've played live on stage at least 100 times, all these little tiny moments actually do fucking really I give most of the credit to the guy who thought he was actually filming a real documentary because he's the guy that you're looking through his eyes at all these scenes that look so serious and real. And I think that's the guy I give the credit of the movie to. You're seeing the movie through his eyes, him witnessing stuff that he's should have known about but but never heard about until the moment. Wait a minute. Yeah. Real quick. I think that's it. You've been on stage a lot longer than I have. Let's talk about some Spinal Tap moments. Yeah. Um, Adam. Well, the one where they're stuck in the pods, that's fucking classic. Has that happened to you? No, I've never been stuck in anything. Oh, are you, oh wait a minute. Are no. you talking about rock and roll creation? Rock and roll creation. Whether it's get stuck in the pods. That might be based on Iron Maiden, I think. I think there was an Iron Maiden incident or maybe Yes or something. Maybe Genesis. Genesis would do shit like that where they would have very elaborate sets, but they get stuck. The bass player gets stuck. And, uh, but these are from legends from, I'm surprised they didn't have the uh, Edgewater end with the, the fish thing going, you know, the land shark, to be honest with you. So anyway, but at this, at this thing, Nigel draws up the scene goes, why don't we bring back Stonehenge? And this is my, this might be everyone's favorite scene. Oh, it is great. Draws up the record. He draws up. A Stonehenge yep. figure, says, and he go. puts eighteen, but he goes dot dot for inches instead of feet. And then, and then Ian takes it. And he goes, "I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. We'll have it." He did. And then they're all wearing cloaks, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and then this is playing. Uh, the druids. The druids. And then the Stonehenge the comes midges. down, and it's fucking eighteen inches. But they're like. Play it off. And they have to they have to play it off, right? They can't just they can't just go 
fuck it. They have to play it off. And they're looking around like... But Nigel's all in. You know, he's got his, like, his fucking false eyelashes. And he goes, yes, the druids. I think it's bad that one of the dwarves almost tripped on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And this song makes fun of uh, Jeffro Toll. You know, the stage hand is the stage hand is hilarious. Trying to get the guy out oh, of the pod yeah, with a torch. That's, that's yeah. And that's, then he's br- having the thing lowering down, and he's like, that's looking like he's waiting for a dude, giant thing. I and forgot he sees to it. download Rock and Roll Creation. And that's where that's from. Is that it comes down? He's thinking yeah. he's going to have to fasten it, and he's looking around, going, "Why?" And he runs off the stage like he doesn't want to be. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. It. And he's banging it's on like, with a hammer, and he's got a plug. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is so. That's so real too. It is. It is. So back to. Uh, and he falls over from the two tight leather pants, so and he can't get back up, and they have to lift him up with his leather pants. Back, back to real life, fucking Spinal Tap moments on stage. I'm gonna tell you a couple. You tell me a couple because I know you had some. I I know one. Leather pants. I've got dude, a leather pants one. Dude, I okay. Check it out, real quick. There's been times we did sound check. Blah, blah, blah. Everything's good. We go up on stage, and brrr, I get shocked. And then it was like the band. And then there was a time, too, where it's, I swear to God, everything plugged, every like everyone plugged everything backwards in. So when you played, it was re- reverse polarity. So we got shocked. Shocked. There, yeah. was, uh, there was a couple of times. Wait a minute. Hold on. I just. Love this part. Yeah, I, I remember I wanted I was playing drums. I wanted leather pants. And I was in this store and I saw Naga hide ones and they were like fifty bucks. I bought them. Thinking, oh, this will be great. Did you ever have somebody rush the stage where you had to physically like remove them from the stage? Ever? No, 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 no. I've done that. Not really, no. People dude, jump was, up there, but I've never dude, pushed Dude, there was off. this guy, and he came up on stage twice, and I, I go, hey, man, cool. You know, I'm glad you're enthused. Please get off. Did it again. I said the same thing. And third time, I kicked him. But I didn't, I didn't like, oh. kick him, like, to hurt him. Like, I pushed him with my foot, and he fucking fell into the chair that he was yeah. sitting in, and it rolled backwards. That's a Pete Townsend so right there. So many times. That I was I was on stage going, oh my god, I'm gonna get sued. Yeah, I just killed that guy. Pete Townsend was known for that shit. There was a guy that climbed on stage. He took his guitar and knocked him out with it, knocked him off the stage. But the big story was when they played the Fillmore. The building next door was on fire, and the uh, a guy, a cop, uh, come running in and got on the stage to tell him the building next door was on fire, and, and Pete Townsend knocked him off the stage. <laughs> He couldn't tell if the place was burning down. I bam knocked him off. I uh I got yeah, someone's true. ass kicked though once for mm. wearing some Nazi shit. I called him out. Yeah. Oh and boy. I was like, kick that motherfucker's ass because if I get off stage and he's still here, I'm beating that fucker's ass. Yeah, I've had, I've had amp he was short up. Things almost catch on fire. Oh my god, have you ever had Smoke. it when you were uh, playing and someone yeah. spilled a beer? I knocked a beer in my own ass. Oh my god, the that's the worst. Shorted it out. Dude. It is my performance. Or have you ever went up and you're like, "Man, I got this." And you're like, uh, oh, oh, ah, 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 And you lost your voice and you're like, "What the fuck?" 
Only late in the night. Where my and then you're like, I got to sing. In a row I got to sing every song like this because I lost my voice. That's happened. No, but those Naga hide pants after going up and playing and you sweat, and then later you go to try to take them Dude, off, they do not come off. I, I had to have Kim yeah, help you me pull them. Yeah, you got to peel them off. She had to pull them off. I'd I be know. laying flat. And she's I like, did. Naga hide is not. I good. did the same thing, but they were leather, so they peeled. Yeah. Dude, oh, I got the best story though. Okay, off. so this is way too tight. Fucking true story. I actually can. I could actually tell you how to find this. Type in Heaven's Heels Red Hat IOV. I Y O V E E. True fucking story. Jeff the Tech, who makes the show all possible, fucking, he always wanted to drive this old Chevy, right? Always, 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 always. He's fucking driving the Chevy, and he and he picks up this thing was like a, what seventy three. Yeah, it was a cool classic. Dude, classic truck. no catalytic converter, so it's just spilling out fucking like if you were if you were to start his car and you're behind him, you get high as fuck, right? That's how much Yeah. Uh anyway, load up his car, right? We're going, we're driving, and all of a sudden We're on the side of the road. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? We got a gig to play. Jonathan Fallen. Of Hoodcast AF is there, right? He's playing a gig with me with the Nah, his ba- my band that that he tried to take over and <laughs> let's see where that happened. It went nowhere. Um, don't take over my shit. I just end up winning. Um, either way, I go, dude. Can you please pick up our shit so we're not on the side of the road with all this equipment? He goes, oh. I like cock. And I'm like, dude, you're right there. Oh, I gotta sit up. I'm filming you and I'm setting up and we're on the same gig. I like penis in my mouth. Okay, fine. Dude, you could drove by and saw Jeff and I were jumping on each side of the fucking truck to get the fuel pump to get actual pressure. No bull. My wife is screaming, I'm going to piss my pants. I have to hold her hands so she could pee on the side of the road in front of a bank, by the way. Finally, Andre picks us up, drives us there. We get to the gig, and I'm so fucking pissed, dude. I'm so mad. I could knock fucking Jonathan, a, a, like, like, Looney Tune status where I could punch him and his head would spin, but he'd be okay. And then we upstaged him. So, you know, look it up. Heaven's Heels, uh, red hat. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, dude, those moments, though, like having your shit break down, all these little tiny moments in this movie make this movie so good. If you've ever been in a band, you're like, yep, that happened. That totally happened. Let's get back in the movie for a little bit. Uh, we've already been in this for a moment, but like, dude, this this movie is really a love letter to people that have been in bands. Is it not? Look at your phone. It's very authentic, in my opinion, and uh, but it's about the business in general. You know, it really is. So anyway, um, they go to an Air Force base, and this is where it really breaks down. This is where. Okay, Ian's already been fired. Because the arena's got canceled. Yeah, the gigs all keep of them getting canceled. No, it's funny because nobody's scene, buying the record. Oh, Chicago got canceled. Oh, Boston got canceled. The album cover just yeah, killed yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not only that, so the management 
Yeah. Nobody's buying tickets. So, but then they uh, they go to this military base and they have this new song called Sex Farm. <laughs> yep. Living on a sex farm. That's a great one. It is, right? So then we have Sex Farm. And uh, the by the way, the um, the dude. Yeah, here we go. Sex Farm. Yeah, and the guy... The, the famous the, the guy playing the the colonel whatever is a famous guy too from movies. Now there's an famous. online rumor. Yeah, he recently died. There's an online rumor that that's the dude from Thieves Company's dad. Oh, I don't know if that's true. John Ritter. John Ritter. Oh yeah yeah, hmm. could be. But anyway, they play this song and then his feedback keeps going in. Now by the way too. They're not expecting, to, they were expecting to play an arena, like, we're playing an Air Force base, because now yep. she's in charge. Yep. And it even gets to the point where they're playing a fucking puppet show, and puppet show is above Spinal Tap. Yep. And he even goes, I told them, put Spinal Tap above puppet show. Yep. <laughs> it's funny. It's getting crazy. It's actually the footage from the- and he throws down his shit and he leaves. Yeah, can't blame him. Because the radio's coming through his guitar again. Well, it is through broken. His yeah. It don't work no more, you know, if you know what I mean. And that's a common thing with some of those older uh, Marshall tube amps. Even if you're not wireless, those those walkie-talkies would come through. There's a famous Hendrix concert where Hendrix gets really pissed off because it's a, like live at the Fillmore, one of these where he's playing, and you hear, oh, it was Berkeley Community Theater. And it's in the movie where the radio, the cops are walking around trying to buzz somebody in the theater for stupid reasons, whatever. I mean, it is a concert. And you hear the radio coming through Hendrix's amps, and he's all mad. He's shaking his head and, you know, he's trying to get through the song. And then, of course, then he starts making feedback and, you know, um, <laughs> I think maybe trying to get back at the, uh, get back at him or get dish it out back to him. It's kind of funny. Yes. But the leather pants thing, yeah, make sure they're real leather. Nog hide is not good. It, when you sweat in it, it shrinks, and then it gets stuck. And, uh, oh, boy. I now, don't plan on wearing leather pants. So. <laughs> no, when I was young, people used to throw, this is kind of fun, when you're young and you're handsome, and it's not always about how good you can play. You're just up there and you're kind of being cool. People would throw things on stage and girls would toss, you know, bras up and things like that. That's And it's fun. It's it's very funny. And when that happens, when lands on the mic stand, you leave it up there like a treasure, you know, you don't take it off, you know, like a trophy in it. Just keep going. <laughs> people throw stuff at you, whatever. I've been unplugged. I've had people come up and untune my guitars. Uh, it was a guy that used to come up on stage and like untune everybody's guitars because he was the closing band and, and he did, and he wanted people to suck. It was just there was a guy who would do that and he would unplug your cabinets. Um, you know, just turn all your knobs and. You know, your mixer board, it'd all be set, and he'd fuck the whole mix up. That was sad. Did you ever have, okay, this is rare, but I've seen it happen twice, where someone will come with wire clippers and go, oh, and pluck them. Yeah. I haven't had that happen. That's happened. Dude, that that happened. Um, I know three bands that have done that. Ooh. 
I've heard of guitars getting pissed on. There was a band that did that. A girl band did that, I think, to Iron Maiden. They were opening, and it was, uh, I think it was Joan Jett did it to Iron She's Maiden. a piece of shit, by She the way. can't play. She can't sing. She can't play. She can't nah, sing. She's horrible. She's good-looking pussy, I guess. Runaways were cool, but Joan Jett no, was they weren't. not the The, the Runaways yeah. suck compared to the Bangles or anything well, else. Well, Bangles were funner, in my opinion. Fuck but the yeah, Runaways were. were real. and the But the best band, the best girl band was Fanny. And they were no. absolute amazing. Wait, you, mean, you mean all band, girl, all female? All female band called Fanny. Really, a seriously, really good hard rock band. They made about seven albums. And uh, not very famous, unless you saw. I saw them in Winterland. They were damn good. They so, really worked their ass off, and they were talented. I, I, they never got famous, though. Look, they let's put it this very way: very hard. And and I, I'm I'm not being weird here on gender, but let's put it this way: the yeah. the and male reaction in the box. The they were serious. The good. male reaction time and rhythm is faster than a female's that's just that's scientifically proven however females can be and usually are you better be, singers but you, you have be to be good. Ass in a you rock can't band. have that chick that walks up and goes i want to sing black velvet well oh gross uh, you know you got to be badass to be a drummer be a female drummer or a female guitar player or a bass they player to keep up with the guys do it no, there's Jennifer Bat, and she's she's pretty amazing compared to Chad Wackerman. Well, no, no, she's a guitar player. Compared to Johnny Kelly, there's some good chicks that you play drums too. You kidding man. me? Don't, don't don't forget Carol Kay. It played on all the Beach Boy albums. Oh, the Wrecking Crew. She was amazing. She played. Fucking on, look at Toto. I mean, you know, well, those guys were session guys too. You know, so anyway, yeah. uh, regardless. So now they bomb at. They're at their very lowest where they're playing like at uh, SeaWorld. Actually, did you know that that was filmed at SeaWorld? It looked like they said it was Stockton somewhere. Either way, so, yeah. and, and they go, Which is nowhere. this is Spinal Tap 2.0, and it's the jazz explosion the jazz. of Because they had no songs. They couldn't play any of their songs so without- they, just, uh, they go, well, the, uh, you know. can can you do this? Okay, well, that's 10 yeah. minutes. What do we do for the rest of the show? And they just do like, um, but they're also talking about their side project, like Smiley Jack, which actually sounds cool, like a musical about Jack the Ripper. And they're talking yeah, that about- That's kind of interesting. No, I did too. I, yeah. I Smiley Jack actually sound really I cool. I think they were doing a parody of Happy Jack. They were doing the Who the is what it was. So anyway, after this, um, Nigel's sitting there and... Um, you can, but I can't. I don't even know what's going on over there. Yeah, they were making fun of the Who with Dude, that is one. Dude, is sure. she making Zodiac signs that you need to be on the show? <laughs> no, she, uh, she threw a giant box down the stairs. Just to watch it fall. Oh, backstage antics are, are always yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much. I, yeah. I just wanted to watch something fall head over feet down the stairs. Well, there no, you go. Know, no, no, hold on. You know what you're supposed to say to him? Because he'll get it. You need to go like this. I just want to destroy something beautiful. You know, there was a girl that actually had a box and mailed herself to the Beatles. <laughs> hold on. Dee Dee's talking, Dad. Shut up. I just said my smile that I gave him kind of did say that. But is he going to eat your box or throw it down the stairs? <laughs> I'm sorry. The joke was there. What am I supposed to do? Just leave the joke I, there? You did walk right into it. I, I mean, whatever. 
But there was a girl that actually did get a box and mail herself to the Beatles. Is she, is it's she, true. She was in there for like a week. And when they got the package and opened it up, it wasn't very pleasant. That's actually- um, It's a real story. It really did no, happen. No, no. It's a story, but it's not true. No, it did happen. And and it was a girl somewhere in England. I mean, so it went local and it was a good size box. I don't know if she had hay in it or water. Hopefully, you know, she, Did you know you the know, same thing happened to Type of like Negative? like three days she was in there. Did you know the same thing happened to Type of Negative? They mailed themselves to the Beatles. Surprised by typo negative coming up in the conversation. Dude, a girl actually went to Peter Steele's mom's house and delivered, like, box herself up. Oh, well, that's interesting. And and uh, kind of a package deal. And then Peter's mom opened it up and goes, "What the fuck are you doing in here?" And she invited her in because she was freezing cold. Oh boy! No, she didn't deliver herself. She didn't like mail herself, but she like sealed herself in. Yeah, yeah, like a surprise. No, but the Beatles story is real. Real quick, stop the bike. What the fuck is with this typo hate? (laughs) Delay much? Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. By the way, I'm giving him shit about typo negative. I'm just saying that, dude. I I will tell you one thing. Life is killing me. Your favorite album by the band. That was a two songs. We're in uh, Freddy vs. Jason, by the way, Mm. has just been released on vinyl. This is my Pokemon collection. I just bought this album, like, pre-release. I have every typo on vinyl, and God damn, does it feel good. It's like there was a piece missing inside me, and now I have it. All right, let's, uh, let's end this podcast so we can get to, ready? After dark. And then they go to Japan. They, they do. Reform, and that's With Sex where Farm. Sex Farm becomes a hit. All of a sudden, David walks in and goes, you know. No, no. Nigel walks Nigel in. Nigel walks goes, in and says, that, so he goes, yeah. He goes, suddenly no, no, they're playing goes, us on the radio. No, we're number three. He goes, he goes um, I just want to tell you that um, Ian asked me to tell you that Sex Farm is on uh, number six in Japan. And um, they're waiting for us. Um, it's on you. And then this is when they invite him back on, you know. And uh, it's so good. <laughs> but you know what's funny is when they when they first go on stage, the chicks in the band playing the tambourine. And see, I'm there, laughing. I'm thinking of Fleetwood and, and Mac. They, and they're looking at each other like you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> and it was that thing where they really wanted the guitar player. But he wouldn't join Fleetwood Mac unless Stevie could come along. And she's the lead singer. It's that same kind of stuff. Now, here's the weirdest thing. Ruin the band. The weirdest thing about this podcast is I'm not sure if this is one of our worst or one of our best. Because if you like Spinal Tap, you'll probably love this. And if you don't, you're going to be like, how did this podcast fall off? I think we did it, though. And the new drummer. They got a big... What was the new drummer's oh name? My the big God. Japanese guy. Yes. Dude, I forgot to mention. Yeah, during this part, they they interview the drummer. The and he's drummer. And he's in the, the fucking bath. Yeah. And they're like, so how do you feel about being a spinal tech? Well, the odds of me dying are very low. I mean, if you think about yeah. it, <laughs> lightning doesn't strike it's three like, times. Doesn't. And then he's playing on stage and he just explodes. It explodes. Yeah. And then they go, there's a new drummer. They don't even mention the other drummer. Like, uh, he's credited, but he's not even, like, mentioned. 
And all of a sudden they're in Kobe Hall playing and the yeah. famous, which is kind of like the Scorpions when they went there. They got famous Cheap Trick went there and got famous super fast. A lot of bands that really didn't have much of a fan base uh, from England went to oh, yeah, we Japan first and became a hit and then became a hit over here after, including our own Cheap Trick. It's like they were sort of unknowns. I remember I had that first album and it was like, you know, it was good. I loved it, but they were unknown. Until they did that Budokan. So, same with the Scorpions with I, Tokyo I, Tapes. So, yeah. Nick, I think we did it. Did we do it? We're already at like an hour and 30 talking about Spinal Tap. What do you think? Yeah, I think we did it. Now, you know what? I would say the yeah. most unanswered question that really needs an answer was it a zucchini or was it a cucumber? It was neither. I would say it was probably an eggplant, but it, it registered as metallic, though. Well, I mean, it was covered with foil. We were actually talking about it. Was it zucchini or was it a cucumber? Yeah. My money's on eggplant. Ah, uh, right. I'm thinking cucumber. But, also, yeah. Uh, how does all the drummers keep exploding? <laughs> well, that's the see that explain it. Well, we were talking about like, but you they, 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 remember they okay. even say like, well, you know, it happens every day. The most famous drummers died. You think about that. You had uh, John Bonham. Well, first Keith Moon. Keith Moon went first, and his was a drunken drinking thing, you know, pills. Uh, and then you had John Bonham who died, and uh, which I'm not sure. Hold I think on, his real, was drinking. And then you had quick, Jeff Pocale with the yard Neo, accident. Neo, you got to. We're all talking about famous drummers. Hold on, Neo. You got to appreciate this. Um, Sci-Fi Dave actually came in full costume. Look at look at this. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a mop. I'm wearing a mop because I wanted to look British. He actually, for the he actually wore a fucking a Spinal Tap wig for this. Well, I said we got to be British, and you know, you know how they have the mop head. They call them mop heads, the shag cut. So I have a brand new mop, and I thought I'll just put the mop on my head. Be kind of funny. So I don't do. I, I mean, you know, for a um, you know, missing our, my other two crew. I, I think we actually, uh, I think we actually did this. I have to it develop sucks my that laugh. Antonius wasn't here though because Antonius is such. Oh like, wait, wait, here we go. You just look like Cthulhu now. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. Come on. All right, let's. By the way, look at your phone because we could add jazz to the after dark. Jazz is on. I think she was waiting for the invite. Get the fuck oh, out of here. No kidding. Wow. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, on my I'm, phone, Jazz is on there? I'm taking my wig off though. Group text. Uh I'm looking. I don't see her on there. So you got another guest for the Well the, shit. Um they missed out. Well, you could do another one or uh, do something uh No, do a follow up to the follow up. Yeah, is uh do you you have her number? Or was this on Patreon? Uh no, dude, this is in our group chat. Uh. Remember cuz she was had to eat dinner first? Uh Jazz is on here? Yeah. Get the fuck out. give her a call right now. I like the backstage food uh food part was pretty good too. Give her a call right now. Let's do it. Let's, let's yeah, uh, yeah, we can get her on After Dark. That'd be great. Shut the fuck up for a second. So I'm, I'm fucking chilling. God damn it. I'm going to play some Spinal Tap. We're going to get out of here. Call Jazz. We'll see what's up, okay? So from all of us at the Night Party Podcast, 
I would like to say, be ethical to each other. Go return some videotapes. And uh, if you're don't listening, what's up? And don't be with Yoko. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. And, and oh, and by yeah. the way, fuck the knife party. Meaning, you know, get us laid. <laughs> by the way, I'm still working on those shirts. You, the, the stupidest thing, dude, is Jonathan's fans are so dumb. They're so dumb. And if you borrowed any of my records, please return them. All it's right. been 30 years. I'm still waiting. All right. See you, Spinal Tap. Uh, After Dark's coming up. And if you don't have $5 to spend, well, then go uh, finger yourself, I guess. All right. Uh, what Spinal Tap song should I should I leave with? Oh well, um, we think there's so many good the ones. The starting one it was good. The one it's like in a rocket, Detroit Rock City. It sounds like to me. Are we gonna? Do you want to leave with that? Yeah, yeah. That's a big epic. Let's do it. All right, guys. Yeah. From all of the knife party, we love you. Uh, go return some videotapes ethically and everything else. And tonight we're gonna rock it. Here we go. All right, good job, Dave. I thought it was a light gun. Take the puree. Would you? Would you? Okay, now you're paying attention. You you missed the view, man. <laughs>